0: The party's not over. Class of 2022 BYLP Celebration Weekend is coming, and we are excited to spend time with the grads and their families. Join us Friday, June 24th, for our kickoff event, The Shades of Melon and Soray, hosted by me, Damian Barling of D1KC at ESPN 1320 at our place in Old Sacramento, 1107 Firehouse Alley, and then June 26th, it's our main event the black grad celebration highlighting the black excellence in the class of 2022. And that includes pre-k elementary, middle school, high school college graduates class of 2022 in the sacramento region we're going to party pull up to the center at district 56 8230 civic center drive in elk grove let's acknowledge and send the class of 2022 off in style for sponsorship info reach out to s prior that's s-p-r-y-o-r at bylp.org free tickets available at bylp.org it's going up and we will
1: see you there so you want to know what you can do to be an ally on juneteenth and beyond I got you. Check it out. First thing I need you to do is go to Google and find a Juneteenth event that's being thrown in the black community. Steer away from making your own. It just won't turn out right. Trust me. Go there, listen, learn, and embrace the culture. When you get back from that event, I need you to grab your laptop and look up your local politicians, your U.S. senator, state senator, U.S. rep, state rep, your mayor, all them. And I need you to ask them what they intend to do for black Americans, specifically those who are the reason why we have Juneteenth, meaning those who descended from those who were enslaved, those who descended from black freedmen, who endured Jim Crow. Ask about reparations. We ask all the time, but it means more coming from you. After that, find a nonprofit. Find a black. Business, find a black consultant that's doing the work to undo the harm from slavery, from Jim Crow, from racism, and give money, but not just today. Happy Juneteenth. We in here, yeah, we in here, cause we been here. We in here, yeah, we in here, cause we been here, yeah, we in here, cause we came here.
2: Oh. Life, 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 life. That's
3: it. Happy, happy Monday, and welcome to Black versus the Board of Education. My name is Miss Lorreen, and today we are talking all things Juneteenth. That means what it is, what it isn't, what we've seen. Some of y'all been wilding out. Uh, we're gonna talk about all of that too with our special guest who's gonna join us after my crew gives their little introductions. So let's start with that ladies. Uh, Mr. Anaya, we'll start with you. Hey
4: everyone, I'm Anaya and I'm going into my senior year this
3: upcoming
2: school year. Come on senior year, come on senior year. Miss Melissa. Hi everyone, my name is Melissa. I'm 15 years old and going into my junior year this upcoming school year. Let's go,
3: Miss Jada. Hey, Facebook user. We don't know who it is, but hey, hey, hey. Come on, Miss Jada. Hey,
5: Hey, y'all. My name is Jada, and I'm an incoming senior this year. Woo!
3: All right, Class of 2023 and 2024 representing. And uh this next guest has joined us before, and we're so glad to have him back. If we could bring Mr. McGowan on the stage so we can get this conversation going. I don't know who's supposed to do that, but I can add him myself. <laughs> OK, y'all going to keep OK. All right. Uh Hey, Jordan, welcome back. Go ahead and introduce yourself, please.
6: Peace, peace, y'all. I am Jordan McGowan. I am an educator, and I am part of Neighbor Program.
3: Awesome. So listen, though, uh, you got all this feminine energy in here. You ready? Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> oh, I. You know, I got two daughters at home. Plus, you know, I, I, I already, you know, I already met half. You know, what? Two thirds of the, two thirds of the babies. So, you know, hi and I <laughs> Peace. Nice to meet you. I wanted to, if 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 it's okay, I wanted to kind of show y'all I'm in the back. Um, of our center, but I wanted to show y'all the Asada Shakur Freedom Farm, so mm-hmm. y'all can um, see, again, some opportunities for the babies to come out and learn how to grow some food um, mm-hmm. here at the center, right, we're growing, we got three sisters going on over here, we got some squash, um, you can actually see it right here, ready to go, mm. so we got some beans, potatoes, yams, tomatoes We've got some sugar cane in the back so oh. would love um would love for the babies to come out and play you know learn this any all of y'all you gotta do. interested
3: all you gotta do is invite us
6: oh it's it's an open invite and then <laughs> you know you know what brought me on here the first time but we still got a uh-huh. court
3: uh-huh we- <laughs> so you wanted to make sure you show sam that you ain't like umar johnson huh
6: <laughs> we, right, Sam was on me, <laughs> Sam was on me, so I had to, I had to let y'all know, Let's. I think it, it's probably worked better this way, yes, oh, yeah, there we go, I had to let Sam know, right, I'm not like Dr. Umar, I'm here with a building, um, I'm live and direct, you know what I'm saying, that we here, and, and yeah, yeah.
3: Well, that's dope, that's dope, and we're definitely gonna come and check you out, matter of fact, Melissa will be here Thursday. And awesome. so maybe we just plan a trip, ladies, to go and uh, see uh, the uh, what did you call
6: it, Asada Shakur Farm? Yeah, so we're at the Shakur Center, so that's the Shakur name of the Center. whole the whole place. And then in mm-hmm. the back we have the Chicago, Asada Shakur Freedom Farm. We have Panther Court. Um, this weekend, actually, we have the Dr. Matulu Shakur Health and Wellness Clinic on Saturday from mm-hmm. eleven to two, and then on Sunday we have the Afeni Shakur Legal Clinic. Which um, is part is partnered right now with UCA in their their monthly expungement clinic.
3: Oh, perfect. Well, so, let's yeah, get some more a information.
6: Going on this weekend.
3: Yeah, let let's get some more information so that we can share it. I know that's in between the our events for celebration weekend, so we might be able to work those things in. So we'll yeah. keep. Uh, we'll send us the flyer or something so we can post it. Sounds good. But today we talking about Juneteenth and um, I've been to several of the Juneteenth events in the community. I've seen a couple of different things popping off. Um, I'm, I'm a little concerned um, because once we made once, I'm sorry, we didn't do that. Once the government made it a federally recognized holiday, we see a lot of um, interesting things popping up. So ladies uh, and Mr. McGowan, can you tell me what are the most interesting things that y'all have seen so far since this holiday has been uh, federally recognized and commercialized? And Anaya, I saw your hand go up, so I'm gonna go to you first. Um, but what uh, have you seen?
4: Uh,
5: the
3: ice cream at Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, the ice cream at Walmart. Jada, what'd you see?
5: it's them stupid like little uh merchandise that says it's the freedom for me freedom who freedom where Cause we not play <laughs> we, we free I'm, I'm that's funny
2: Ooh. oh what about you melissa what you seen <laughs> anaya took mine of the most baffling was that 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 juneteenth ice cream but i've also seen like like jada was saying merchandise but i've also seen like play sets like plates and forks and napkins, talking about you know it's the freedom for me or yeah things that we would definitely not say and not label on Juneteenth. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
5: Oh, what's crazy, what's crazy? is it's the freedom for me. They tried to use I think what you would describe as aave type of language. Like it's the freedom for me. Like that's what. I, that's but what somebody, I'm
3: but somebody had to come up with that. You know they. First somebody. of all sometimes these these different entities don't have people who look like us in the vicinity to tell them, hey, that's probably not a good idea. Like the, uh, I think one, a museum had the watermelon salad, um, the Juneteenth watermelon salad that they had popping off. Um, I think I've seen uh, some little bingo boards or some things like that. I mean, it's just, okay. Mr. McGowan, what you, what you, what you see, What what's going on in your community?
6: So, out it was actually uh a little bit south of, of here, uh you know, in Sacramento, but something that I saw was that the police were recruiting.
3: That was in Stockton.
6: The right. The pigs were recruiting at Juneteenth. What is going on? How? How? No, with everything going on, it's supposed to be Freedom Day, and we bring in the slave catchers. Come on, y'all to recruit so that we could go be slave catchers? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all.
3: Yeah, and I saw those comments. uh, Didn't they take the post (laughs) down? I think the community was on their heads about that, like, this can't be real. Um, But the thing is, it is real. It is. It's absolutely 100% real.
6: And I guarantee you that wasn't the only community that had the police at a Juneteenth event or was getting sponsored by some some pigs or getting sponsored by a bank that owned our folks. or you feeling me so like, how? But again, yeah. tongue, we can't cuss out that dollarism. So them dollars, they all make sense, I guess.
3: And, and you know, I think that before we kind of move along in this conversation, we have to first establish really the history behind Juneteenth. What was it for? What happened that now we have a federally recognized holiday? Besides the fact they didn't wanna talk about reparations so they started to give us something symbolic uh, to take our eye off the ball. Melissa, can can you go over the brief history of what um, Juneteenth is for the folks that may be listening?
2: Yeah, okay, so the Emancipation Proclamation was something that was issued in 1863, and that was signed by Abraham Lincoln, saying that um, enslaved people were free. Now, it wasn't until 1865 that in Texas, a group of enslaved people were enslaved two years later, so after that was, after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and issued. So it wasn't until 1865, June 18th, that the soldiers came into Texas, and then until June 19th, when they were finally, those enslaved people were finally told, that they were free. So, that's how we got Juneteenth. That's the day that all enslaved people were free. You're muted, Miss Lorraine.
3: Thank you, uh, because I was show about to talk. Uh, <laughs> so, when we're talking about this holiday, right, that was given in lieu of serious discussion on reparations and them now commercializing it, it's important to know why we are celebrating, because I can tell you from the multiple different events I went to, there was no discussion about why we were there. Um, there was a lot of um, smoking, drinking because, you know, black people don't need an excuse to turn up. Let me just put that out there. Um, but there was there was not a whole there were a lot of vendors out there. Um, one of the things that I saw, Um, I was at one event, the music was in Spanish and I'm trying to figure out um, who they were marketing to. If this was a holiday that was supposed to be recognizing black American folks, um, why did we have events where the main music was in Spanish? I didn't know what was being said. I don't know what, what was going on. Um, a lot of the uh, conversations, I'm sorry, a lot of the DJs were playing uh, Caribbean-influenced music. Now, not saying that some of the people may have Caribbean roots somewhere, but there are many Black American artists that they could have profiled or highlighted in this space where we're supposed to be honoring um, Black Americans who found out that they were free. Um, So I'm just curious to you guys were you confused or let me start with this question first had you ever celebrated juneteenth prior to now jada
5: um kind of like we would celebrate like before it was this big national holiday it was something on the side that we would celebrate kind of just what the black community would specifically celebrate i guess i guess you could call it our fourth of july i guess kind of like that but it's not it wasn't this huge big thing until they made it a month that it became super highly recognized and super highly celebrated anywhere and everywhere. And they began to market it off of it. Um, Yeah. You're on mute again.
3: I know. I'm sorry. Uh, Anaya, had you celebrated Juneteenth prior to it becoming a federally recognized holiday? I'm going to say no, not to the extent of how I celebrate it now
4: my family always recognized it and we always said like oh happy juneteenth but it wasn't where we went out and we celebrated it with other people and where Mm -hmm. we bought food had the music playing went to these festivals and celebrations with black vendors and buying things from people but it was just mostly like a celebration inside our house so yes
3: okay melissa you too
2: Um, We had never recognized it like on the day, but whenever uh, July 4th rolled around, we never celebrated that. And if we did, we went to Black-owned restaurants and supported Black businesses. Gotcha.
3: Mr. McGowan, is this something that your family celebrates?
6: It was actually something that I grew up doing my whole life. Okay. Uh, So in San Francisco, there's one of the longest running, I think it actually is the longest running urban Juneteenth celebration. Um, and so my family is from San Francisco. And so I've always, always, always had Juneteenth. It's always been a big deal. My dad always made sure. Um, but again, like I came from a family who had been involved with, you know, Panther work and different, you know, in, in that kind of era, right? And so, um, I think, again, his identity, what he kind of gave me, I think that all kind of influenced how I saw and moved in the world, mm-hmm. the things that we celebrated.
3: And so when, you, when you're when you talking about that things were celebrated, what did you, did you understand what was being celebrated? Because I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Although I've known about Juneteenth, um, I don't believe I've actually celebrated Juneteenth. Um, I just know I stopped celebrating July 4th. Um, so when you say that you grew up knowing this, what type of things were you told?
6: Um, well, I think my earliest, rem- like like re- ideas or remembering, right? Memories of Juneteenth center around going to festivals, music, okay. uh, basketball tournaments, black folks being around, you feel me? Um, mm-hmm. most folks wearing dashikis, you feel me, hair braided or in froze. And, uh, again, um, I, in the Bay area, the, the culture is, is really like, especially the black identity is really centered around Africanists, right. And African, mm-hmm. and so that's that, that that comes through a lot. Right. And, um, so you would see. Again, like Malcolm X shirts, you would see the
1: mm-hmm.
6: the, the you know the old school uh, fist in the back, or and then like I would see like a pick with a a, um, a pick with a with Africa, a, a ch- African chain, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a medallion, things like that. Um, again, like look at Pac, right? Tupac, right, is a perfect example. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. so,
3: what it sounds like is that there was a very um, Pan African type yeah. of view on kind what. What was being celebrated, um, but now UNIA
6: flags everywhere.
3: Yeah, and so now what I'm seeing on Twitter and different people, different places is that people are reclaiming the meaning of Juneteenth and for it to be a focus on Black Americans who went through this experience and learned that they were free. So, for me, what I believe is that Juneteenth is not a Pan African holiday. Um, it should not be a pan-African holiday. It should be focused on the people who went and endured slavery and then found that they were free. Jada, do you agree with that? Or Naya, uh, Melissa, do you guys agree with that? Or do you think that it is something that should be for all Black people? Because we're not a monolith. So what do you guys think?
4: I, um, I can agree with that because at school, I know some of my friends Like, their family immigrate, like their parents or grandparents immigrated here straight from Africa. So their ancestors didn't go through um, the, their ancestors weren't enslaved in America. So they would just, like, tell me, like, oh, happy Juneteenth. But they wouldn't celebrate it because they know it's, like, it's technically not their holiday to be celebrated. So I think I I can agree with your statement, I guess.
3: Jada, you agree or disagree?
5: Uh, Hearing what Anaya said, I can agree. I can agree. I think that I, when I saw Juneteenth before it became such a huge holiday was that it was just a holiday for Black people, like and every and every Black person. So it was never kind of like, oh yeah, so there's a differentiation between like between certain Black people, like, oh, so it's for everybody. So now that it's become this national holiday and you see people celebrating it as if it's a Pan-African holiday, and then hearing opposed opinions and kind of getting a history lesson from other people about, well, it's not really a Pan-African holiday, it's for the ADOS, the American descendants of slaves, the people whose ancestors were going through the hard times. And it's just like, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. So I would say like, I'm a little fresh on this, but um, I can agree, I can agree with that.
2: Melissa. I agree with what everyone is saying. And I think that um, before I didn't know about, I knew about the Juneteenth flag, but not what it represented. And that Juneteenth was not simultaneous with the Pan-African flag. Um, And so I'm still learning also. And so I think that people need to be open to learning. And if you want, if you are a black person and want to celebrate Juneteenth, you can do that in a respectful way. And you can recognize, the point is we want people to recognize the history behind it and know exactly what you're celebrating. You're not going to celebrate with the Pan-African flag because then you're not celebrating Juneteenth. You're celebra- celebrating just to celebrate. So if you do want to celebrate, you need to educate yourself and, and do what needs to be done.
3: And I don't think uh, Miss Exquisitive is in the chat. She says, so are you saying that people from Africa can't celebrate with black Americans? Um, I don't think anybody said that. I think that what they're saying is that there is a history behind Juneteenth and we need to celebrate what the history is and not make it a catch-all for all Black people uh, to come in and, and make their own meaning. Juneteenth is what Juneteenth is. And Anaya, I see your hand.
4: So I wanted to add on to what Miss Larine was saying, how not saying that people from Africa can't celebrate it, but it's more so a holiday for ancestors from those who were enslaved. Um, I mean, sorry, descendants from those who were enslaved. Just like, I've never celebrated the 4th of July because that wasn't for my ancestors who were formerly enslaved. It wasn't a holiday for me. So why would I, you know, take like celebrate a holiday that wasn't for me? Not saying that like, oh, we're gonna basically segregate the holiday, but it's like, we need to learn the history and know why it's being celebrated
5: so
3: and oh right after jada right after jada jordan can you jump in go ahead jada
5: yeah but i was just about to agree with the nine melissa like we're not saying africans can't celebrate it with us just don't try to rewrite history or celebrate it in a way that's not 100 percent accurate that's all that's all i'm getting from it
3: jordan so
6: i guess my question then to y'all um as someone who identifies as pan-african right in mm-hmm. um would also like in the understanding of of the way that you were like titling American descendants of slaves right like I understand that like I understand my my family's history of enslavement um so I guess my question would be as a pan-Africanist I celebrate all African Independence Days whether that's Nigeria whether that's Ghana whether that's Juneteenth whether you feel me like whether that's Jamaica um, so I guess my question is to then, if someone has that perspective, right? What what would be then the, the the proper way to go about that?
2: Recognizing the history behind each Independence Day or each celebration that you are wanting to participate in, because it, like Ms. Lauren was saying with Ms. Exquisitive's question, it's not that we don't want people to celebrate or recognize, we're not trying to exclude or segregate anybody, but it's about recognizing history behind each of these holidays and each of these celebrations you cannot celebrate it but you're saying it's something that it's not because that isn't celebrating it that's not appreciating it in its whole so just recognizing the history behind each of these independence days that you are celebrating then that's absolutely fine anaya
4: i was gonna say i agree with melissa and i would say that if you're someone who identifies as pan-african then go tell those people like, oh, happy Juneteenth. And like we were saying before, like support black businesses. But also like Melissa said, don't try to reclaim it and make it something that it's not. Because I feel like that is that is disrespectful to try to take away that history.
3: Hmm. Jada, are you jumping in or what's going on?
5: Oh, I just wanted to, uh, but when I said that last part, um, I 100% agree with that. I would just say, just show your support um and try not to come in and try to make it what it's not um i think if you're going to show some respect for juneteenth show respect in the right way by understanding the meaning behind it um, um yeah definitely
2: and if you are coming in with your own opinions about what you think it is and someone tries to correct you or educate you on something that is their history don't take offense to that because they might be taking offense to what you're saying also they're just trying to educate you So if you are coming in and saying, you know, the Pan-African flag is simultaneous with Juneteenth and someone who is ADOS is saying, no, that's not what the history is. They're trying to educate you. So don't take it the wrong way.
3: And and I I think just to kind of wrap that up, it's like, okay, you you mentioned that you celebrate the independence day of Nigeria, of uh, different other countries too. Those people have their own histories. So it's incumbent upon you, if you're going to say that you're a Pan-African, to know everybody's history and why that holiday is special to them. Um, I, I think that a lot of times what what Black Americans, what we're expected to do is to just fold everybody in and make it all inclusive. But what we're saying now is that, hey, this is something that was specific to our ancestors our lineage and we want to celebrate it as is and I don't see a problem with that um and and I know that today I've been sharing a couple of different things that I've been seeing I've made no commentary because we were going to come in and we were going to talk about this uh because I I just want to know other people's opinions I I don't say everybody has to agree with me just like I'm not going to agree with everybody and I'm okay with that um but I I think that it is everybody's choice to represent how they want to represent, but the flag is the Juneteenth flag is the Juneteenth flag. That's just what it is. Um people can disagree with it. people can decide to you know uh, align with a different flag. That's their choice. but that does not mean that there's not a flag that is associated with uh Juneteenth. and i'll I'll just share this really quickly because I want people to know um kind of what we're we've been discussing today. Um, and I think that it kind of created, um, some sort of, oh, I'm sorry, did I make it too big? Let me zoom out. So I didn't know certain things. And so I too like the girls and being educated on different things. And so this just basically says this is the Juneteenth holiday is for the Texan descendants of American chattel slavery. And they go down to break down this flag that was created. I don't fly any flag. I don't pledge allegiance to any flag. That's my personal, that's my how I am. That's not to say that other people don't have anything that they align with. That's fine. Um, but the, then down here, it says it is not. And then it gives uh, uh, some examples of what Juneteenth is not. Now, whether you agree or disagree, there are people on both sides and my goal today was to get a conversation started about this particular holiday and the significance behind it um and so i'm open uh jordan did have you seen this graphic before and so, what is this graphic saying to you
6: so i've i was i was like what flag that was like that was my question i was thinking it was I was thinking it was the flag on the far left, right? Like that's my the flag. Okay, I, so that's in my mind, I'm like, is that the flag?
3: The far um, left on the bottom?
6: Yes, yes.
3: Okay, so this one right here.
6: Yeah, um, okay. so that was kind of the flag I was, I was associating my head with, because um,
3: mm-hmm.
6: y'all kept saying the Juneteenth flag. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's the flag they're associating with Juneteenth, but I wasn't sure. Um, and then I have never seen this flag again mm-hmm. i'm a bay area kid my fam, my grandmother is actually from texas our family was from mm-hmm. texas um i actually man i just found out some crazy news i got a call from a cousin out there who found some old you know documents so i'm getting ready to go out and do some digging on some history i'm ex- on, on some history nerd stuff i'm excited um right. so i'm gonna be digging it and might find out some stuff about uh my family in texas but um I've never seen this flag. So that so I was like, wow, that's so that I'm, I'm. if nothing else, I'm glad that I came on a day to see this.
3: So <laughs> and so, you. I mean, the breakdown is interesting, right? Like it says the star is for, for Texas, see, let right? Let me see if
6: I can make it bigger. Uh, uh, okay, here I'm
3: we go. To, okay. So it says that the star is for Texas because that's when they found out that they were free. That's what brings about Juneteenth, right? And then it says the split is the new horizon. And then the blast is a new beginning, and so this is the Juneteenth flag. Um, I was introduced to this flag. Oh, hey there, hey, hey, hey! I've never seen. So we all learning something today. We're learning something today, okay? Um, that is not to say that people can't choose to align with whatever, but there is a flag for Juneteenth. Um, I'm assuming it came out of Texas. I don't know. Um, if somebody is a historian. On the flag. I'm
6: sorry. Do we know the history on the flag, like who made it, what
2: year? Was- I want to say, it, who was that? I was going to say it was Ben Haith, um, and it was 1997. hmm Okay, it 1997.
6: so it was like recently, or not? I mean, not mm-hmm. recent to y'all. Twenty-five
2: recently- years ago. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, twenty-five years ago, and I don't know who voted on it. All I know is this is the flag for Juneteenth. Um, I don't know again, it was just a federally recognized holiday last year yes or two years ago when it when last year one year ago okay and it became I think that it is more about symbolism uh given the Juneteenth holiday it's more about symbolism because they did not want to talk about reparations um and so we have to be clear on that um
6: y'all know we had um, a reparations task force meeting here.
3: Yes, is that California? Yes.
6: Yeah, for, so for the California uh, reparations task force um in May, May 14th we held Malcolm X Day um and part of that was ho- um like hosting the California mm-hmm. reparations task force uh, informational meeting here. So yeah. Yes. So if y'all again, if y'all in Sacramento, um you know, pull up and, and come, you know, rock with us. When is that um, I don't know when the next one is. I'll try to check. I know they got they like go on a tour, right? Like they mm-hmm. kind of hit city to city, mm-hmm. and so the brother, you know, was like, "Hey, we come in a sack." I was like, "You know, you got to do it here, right? If it's, yeah. If it's for us, if it anything around us, right? Yeah." And I, and I think that was like right to your point, right? Um For me, it's all about how do we all connect and how do we right. all look out for each other, right? And it's like we don't always got to agree on how we identify or how this. But we gotta do. We do gotta just honor the truth. Um, what I wanted to, I guess my my question back to the three of y'all again. I'm sorry, I'm an educator. It and, and again, it's this is just conversation, right? Like I, I don't I don't want anyone to feel like I'm. Um, and I forgot which of the three of you said it, but one of y'all said we weren't free. Mm. Uh, and I 100% agree. Like I'm right, right, right there with you. Like a thousand percent. No, like no full full stop, like, I'm with you. But then my question to you is this, because we call Juneteenth Independence Day, but if we not free, ooh, that's my question to you. How is it an Independence Day if we're not free? That's, and again, this isn't, to I me. Mean, I've just told you, I celebrated Juneteenth my whole life. My question to you is still, though, if we aren't free, how is it an Independence Day?
2: Because I think at the time that it was created, or the time that this holiday was first celebrated, they were free because they had them and generations and generations of their ancestors had been enslaved. So just not being owned anymore by those slave masters and not having to participate in chattel slavery anymore, because there are different types of slavery, that flag is specifically for Texans and, uh, African-Americans who or Americans who were enslaved and participated in chattel slavery. So I think that, you know, it—it it is an Independence Day from chattel slavery and from those that were in Texas.
3: Mm. And so I'm looking at the chat and I'm, I'm seeing all these different uh, things going on. Um, and I'm assuming, so I just saw something about if someone of African American heritage, okay, but if a Caucasian person designed our flag, it's a note for me. And my understanding is uh, the person who designed the flag is a black person. Um I saw somebody holding it up. Uh, but I are they black check. and from
6: Texas and have the records that they you know what I'm saying I'm just saying, like we gotta we I gotta mean, do some I history. Digging.
3: Right, we do. We like do if you if
6: but... you want to if you want to design that flag, like what is your pedigree? What is your credentials to do that?
3: Well I'm gonna pull it up so y'all keep talking because I think it's just important again that we start to look into things and you know not just take it for uh you know at face value okay. um, we need to I... start asking questions
6: okay so y'all know I love I love asking questions so I have another question about about you know Juneteenth so again have has have any of the three of y'all read general orders three? again, the, what was read out?
3: What was the question? I'm sorry.
6: Has any, Anaya, you have?
3: Um, I had a question. A okay. follow-up question. So,
4: my mom and my dad went to this Juneteenth um, celebration thing a few days ago and they brought, like, little copies of the Emancipation Proclamation. Is it related to that or is it, okay, then no, I have not.
6: But yeah, so, okay, well, okay, yes and no, right? So, I'm going to be clear. Lincoln doesn't free any slaves, slaves. I'm going to call them slaves, but they're not slaves. Right. He doesn't free any people. Um, again, at that point, right. In the census, they're, they're, uh, they're knocked down right as, as they're marked down as Africans. So he doesn't free any Africans because he doesn't have any jurisdiction, (laughs) right. You, you're not the man here. So, um, What General Orders 3 is, is read in Galveston, Texas, right? Which is where Juneteenth is like originates, right? Um, And it's read again uh, by this, you know, general. And what he says is the relationship thereof from slaves to masters now becomes employer to employee. So in that moment, to me, language tells me the same way that the 13th Amendment tells me we are still allowed to have slaves in this inside of what it is called country that language tells me explicitly who is still the owner and who is still the slave Mm -hmm. so now I'm going to go back to that same question sorry also I'm going to I'm going to ask you to look at the black codes right that would arrest us for vagrancy Mm
1: -hmm. which is
6: literally just standing around but if you were enslaved and then now you free what job do you have oh you captured and thrown right back into So
0: mm-hmm.
6: when we think of those things we think about there's more africans black whatever you want to call them folks inside of you know these these modern day plantations some of them are on the same same old land right angola yeah are we are we free is this an emancipation that that's my question to y'all
3: I mean, I mean, I think I would go a step further because some of y'all been celebrating July 4th for a very long time too. So were we independent then either? So we have, I mean, like we have to look at it in totality. You know, I I don't think we're free.
6: Back to your point. I don't think
3: we're free. We haven't been free. Go ahead, Jada.
5: And for the people who don't know what black codes are, I actually pulled up the definition to read it, if that's okay.
3: Of course it's okay.
5: So... Black codes restricted black people's rights to own property, conduct business, buy and lease land, and move freely through public spaces. A central element of the black codes were vagrancy laws. States Mm -hmm. criminalized men who were out of work or who were not working at a job whites recognized.
3: Okay, but listen, so what the cold part is about that is they freed these people (laughs) knowing they didn't have a pot to piss in. And because they didn't have a job, because they were newly freed, they found a way to re-enslave them. And so it's it's just a cold game out here to where we have to recognize what is going on. And the moment they federally recognize this celebration, a lot of us should have been arching our eyebrows like, what's what's happening here?
6: You gotta because, go back and read my essay last year i wrote that exact thing
3: <laughs> did you why you didn't bring it
6: <laughs> I, I wrote that exact thing last year i said oh yeah here come the okey doke
3: yeah and and it's important like again this conversation isn't to bash anybody it is to put the education or the information out there you go do your own research and you make whatever decision is best for you um but We have to have these conversations to open up the dialogue because a lot of us are walking around sleep. Lost. You know what I mean? And then we start to go back in the slumber when things seem cool or when we hear people start to talk about, oh, there's this whole woke movement. Oh, people are woke. They don't know what woke is. They're reinventing the use of words that we have been using for a a long time. We used to talk about stay woke, and that means we were starting to be informed and enlightened about the things that have transpired in the past so that we can respond differently. Um, But now it's a whole different thing where now you have people on the opposite side saying, oh, anybody who is against police, this is the woke culture. Anybody who's talking against what happened January 6th, is this the woke culture? Anything that is not going along with the perceived program is now considered the woke culture. So how are we, as people, informing ourselves and making sure we know what we're talking about before we open our mouth how are we doing that anaya
4: i think well i guess this wouldn't be not opening our mouths but i think having these conversations because i'll admit i have never seen the g flag before miss Lorene posted on her story before i was shown it so just being able to educate yourselves along yourselves along your with your peers and people who look like you as long as well as also searching things up, reading a book. I was never taught in school what Juneteenth is. I learned about it at home. So I think having these conversations, and some of them, like Miss Lorraine said, we disagree on some things just because we're not fully educated on everything that's happened for us. So I think just having these types of
3: conversations
4: is going to help us get a lot farther than we are right now. And so you
3: just brought up, hold on real quick, because you just brought up something, and I saw this earlier on Trevor (laughs) Noah, from Trevor Noah, Uh, you were talking about we're not fully educated, and then, you know, we then hear about folks in states taking away critical race theory that wasn't a thing in high school, it's actually a college concept, so I just think that there's a, you know, this part of that woke culture that we're talking about, the CRT, that's part of that woke culture, Um, And so people are using words and buzz phrases and they're scared of people finding out what actually happened. Uh, So they're reinventing it. And I know I cut somebody off. Who was that, Jada? Was that you popping in? Uh, uh, Melissa, come on.
2: Yeah, I was just going to agree with Anaya and how she was saying having these conversations with people and surrounding yourself with people. I think it's also surrounding yourself with different people, because then if, if it's not your close circle, of friends or the people that you talk to about these things if you're surrounding yourself with other people who may not talk about these kinds of things and talk about juneteenth and black history then if you're surrounding yourself with other people you get their opinions and then you're also educating more people
3: jordan
6: yeah i mean i think for me today it was like a a ride right because like I said, I've celebrated Juneteenth my whole life. Um, for me, it it, um, it always had, like I said, like Pan-African flags, those types of things. Seeing that there is a flag specifically for Juneteenth um, does like make me like want to learn. Again, like I said, I want to know more about this dude now. Like I'm like, I got to find out who this cat is, like what are his credentials to do this, right? Because even to the point of like, like someone said, if you if he's black, then it's cool, and if he's white, he's not. Um, nah, because what if he's still not for the people? Like, why should he yeah. get to speak? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did he hold a? Did he hold a, a an ability for the people to share how they feel about this? Um, again, like a question that I have to circle with was like, by making it a federal holiday, which again we've all just said was going to be liable to be co-opted. Co- does it does it try to again now is it able to be a way to make us disunified as black people just generally right because now we're seeing it and people are like you're saying like people feel like oh you're taking away the history or some people feel like this or right just because people get difference of opinions and now they're all just fighting right and it's like whoa 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 because there's a way to do it like you said where you can respect it in this way and you can understand the history like there's still ways right so like but but again, in this culture with buzzwords, with things like that, it gets so, so chippy, so fast. Mm-hmm. So how do we eliminate that? So this can be, so we can understand the history. So it can be a unifying force. So it can be a way that all black folks throughout the diaspora can, can understand, like we are collective because like you said, we ain't never been free. So that means all of us. And how do we understand how that works for all of us so that we can collectively work together so we can all get free? You know what I'm right. saying? Those are, I like swirl around in my head and i'm like damn man how do you know like like i said like i'm gonna have to go does bruh have a book i gotta read his book i gotta you know what I'm saying like there we go You so yeah if you can, so,
3: Lauren,
6: throw, that the, throw that in the in the chat for me so i could click on this okay yes,
3: let me let me copy it so this is the picture of the person who is credited with the flag i don't know much about him Um, and I'm going to drop it. I'm like, should I drop it in both places? Let's see. I'm going to drop it in both places. I'll put it in for the folks at home, and then I will share it in the private chat um, just so we can have the conversation. Again, we don't know much about it. It looks like he spent some time in the Army. There's some pictures of him in a dashiki. There's all this stuff. So um, I shared the the article with folks, so please feel free to... Um, read it. And his name is Ben Haith. Do your research on him. We don't know who made him the, the paterfamilias, the one who's going to speak for all Black people on this issue. I don't know. Um, Melissa. I
2: have, I pulled up some, an article or some information about him. Okay. So it says Ben Haith, born 1942, also known as Boston Ben, is an American activist from Boston, Massachusetts. Haith has been active in anti crime groups since the 1980s. He's recognized as the founder of the National Juneteenth Celebration Foundation. Faith is also known for creating and copywriting the Juneteenth flag. So that's a little bit more background information.
6: I don't know. That, that description made me, made me nervous.
3: So you said, what, something makes you nervous? what you say?
6: That, that description made me nervous.
3: <laughs> I'm that like, was like, he like, there oh, when oh, they made it? Damn,
6: uh, <laughs> Like he one of them ones. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Ben hate if you out there watching, bro, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're for the people, dog. I hope you're a real one. But that, whoever wrote that for you was terrible. Whoever wrote that,
3: they set you up, dog.
6: That was a bad look. Don't.
3: Well, and I'm just wondering, um, did he have anything with them, you know, signing it into law? Was he there when the president signed it into law? Like, what was the purpose of it? Like, I got questions, too. Um, well, I
6: think the biggest question for me is like the anti-crime organization. Like to me, that sounds like anti-crime bill, right? Uh, like that, yeah, that's the case. Did. If that is the case, like there's, there's, I don't care who, you, what, you just yeah. If that's the case, then I know that flag is part <laughs> of U.S. propaganda against us. That's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah, and I I see that there's some there was some other comments in the chat talking about, you know, people had a problem with the flag because it still uh had the red, white and blue colors. However, um I saw the other comment that said that that was done because these uh formerly enslaved people wanted to be seen as part of being America. They built this damn country. So, I can understand both sides of it. Um to be honest with you, uh, I don't have uh like I said, any flags at my house. I'm I'm not rocking no flags. Um I don't know where hardly any of these doggone flags come from. I know who they what they who they credit them to, um, but I don't know who they come from. You were about to say something, Jordan?
6: No, I was reading a comment.
3: Um What did it say? I'm missing stuff. Yeah, they Hold said on,
6: Juneteenth is for everyone to empower and or learning, listening, empowerment. I forgot the rest of them, but it was just, Mm -hmm. again, like a chance, like you said, like it really should be a chance for us to be building. And and that's what I wrote this year. Right. Um, I actually got to go out to San Diego this weekend and spend some time at the world beat center with Miss Makeda. Um, If y'all are out there, y'all should go visit. It's a beautiful space. It's so dope. It's so dope. And she has so much history in there. Um, But, you know, I got to speak. and, And again, regardless of, right? Like I said, I identify as Pan-Africanist, right? Which comes from, and the flag comes from Garvey and all. But ultimately, mm-hmm. like, what I want us to do, all of us, is to be building, right? Because we're yeah. not free. So how do we build to collective liberation, right? And and that means being in community. That, like, literally getting in these conversations, like we was just talking about, right? Um, because- and not
3: being afraid to agree to disagree and not not thinking that it's a personal attack. You know what I mean? Like we have to be able to go into spaces and have conversations, one that kind of challenge the way that we see the world and the things that we think about, because sometimes people are going to ask us questions and we need to have answers for them. And so we have to be open to have conversations that may make us uncomfortable, Um, but in, in the effort to learn more. We have to learn more because knowledge was kept from us for a very long time to where we couldn't read without it being something that we were punished for, right? And so now that I remember, y'all remember the saying and y'all probably too young, but y'all remember the saying, if you wanna hide something from black people, put it in a book. Do you remember that? And so now it's incumbent upon us because we have free reign to go pick up a book and learn, let's learn. Let's talk about things. Let's understand where other people may be coming from because we're not a monolith, and it's okay to not be a monolith. Like Jordan said, he identifies as Pan African. I do not. I identify as Ados. Uh, there are some people who are who identify as Freedmen. There are some people who identify as whatever they identify as. Right. Right. And we got we okay. got a so whole bunch of I mean, and it's okay,
6: and because- and well, and that and that comes from the trauma that was imposed upon us from European imperialism. You know what I'm saying? And the Holocaust that they put us through,
3: right? And, so and we, we just, have to be right? We out head. here,
6: like we talked about, we just trying to find ourselves again,
3: right?
6: But but what we got to remember too, like, and I and I know and and I know these babies know it because they show it every time they come on this screen. Is they got to remember how great they are inside,
3: yep. who
6: who where they really come from, right? That we heirs to the throne.
3: That's what
6: right? it is. That we that we spirit, like we divine, like you know what I'm saying? Like that's something in us. And y'all got it. And just keep it and, and let it grow. And you're gonna make mistakes, but you gonna grow. It's gonna be beautiful. And every time I see y'all, y'all growing. And and even when I'm in here throwing questions at you, I'm watching you grow and I'm watching, because you have to you ah, ah, let me. How do I how do I answer this? How do I? Is beautiful. It's beautiful. And thank you so much, because y'all getting me ready to be able to eventually hopefully do this at some point again, because truth be told, right, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable back in the classroom after everything, you know, so really? I appreciate y'all. No way. I'm having all type of issues, but we'll get to that. But we're
3: well, we going to help you we're well, we going to help yeah. you figure that out because right. I think that I just we just need to be need in the
6: community. Community. I need to be in community with my people, you know what I'm saying? We I gotta-
3: need you. We need you to be okay. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's why we're going to surround you and and try to figure out how we can get you to that point. And I understand not wanting to go back into a system that has traumatized you or hurt you in some way. We understand that and and however, whatever your teaching career looks like moving forward, you know, let us let us be a part of that um, because it's hard it's hard to go back into a place where you don't trust people to do right by you and that's the story of so many of our doggone ancestors you know what i mean like there's so many stories of the same type of treatment and this particular holiday is for one group was treated in a specific way where there was a document signed, a law, a bill, whatever it was, was signed, a proclamation signed, and they were not told. And they were continued to be kept in chattel slavery, even though, according to this document, they were free. And that's what it is. We're not going to rewrite that. We're not going to let them retell it because what that reminds me of, Jordan, now that you bring it up, what that reminds me of is the fact that teachers have a specific contract that you're supposed to abide by. And if you step out of those walls of the contract, or they feel you step out of the confines of whatever the document is, they're gonna impose certain sanctions on you. And they're not fair. And that you are treated much more different than your counterparts who look different from you. And we have to understand the systems in which we are existing because our ancestors did it before us. We have to understand the game or we're not going to be able to play it correctly. And so I I just want to make sure that, you know, we just focus on you for a minute because I acknowledge that I see your pain. I saw the way you was talking about your babies last time you were here. I saw the, the impact that having people not treat you fairly or not having people not understand you to be able to treat you fairly, the impact that that had on you. And so I acknowledge that for you. And I'm so glad that you're going to be joining a celebration weekend. I can't wait um, because yeah. I think that we have to, we have to have these conversations. A lot of people should be uncomfortable when they come into a room with people who are truth tellers,
2: <laughs>
3: people who are truth tellers and, and are informed and have the ability to be open-minded as well as have their ideology challenged. That's okay. Okay. But have an answer for when you have a question. You saw how they stopped before they even responded to you. They stopped and they thought about it before they came up with an answer. We need more of that because that's how we're going to build strong children. I don't want to build broken adults. I want to build strong children. So how do we do that? We start equipping them with knowledge from different places so that they can be well-rounded individuals.
6: I just picked up this amazing book talking on the same thing. It's called Raising Free Children or mm-hmm. Raising Free Humans. I don't know. I just one of those two. But I just picked it up. I read like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, amazing. I think it's Raising Free Children or Raising Free Humans, something like that. It's beautiful.
3: Yeah. And, 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 all about I just-
6: unschooling. and it's all about unschooling.
3: Unschooling. Oh, we have a couple of unschoolers in in our ranks too. Shout out to Miss Sharina, who is a professional unschooler because there's a way that we've been taught to exist in this world. And it's do this, do this, very regimented but it's not according to what is comfortable to us. It's what's comfortable to the majority. The European standards. Yeah. And we have people who are so-called people of color who perpetuate and reinforce those specific standards. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to make it a black and white issue. This is an anti-black issue. And so we're not going to piecemeal it and say only white people do this. This, There's a whole bunch of non-white folks who probably on the census mark themselves as white um, to continue to perpetuate this type of harm that has not served us very well. And so we have to be well read, well versed and and willing to come to the table and sit, you know, and deal with facts, deal with facts, not emotions. We can't be emotional people. That's how they get us caught up. So that means we have to be very, very well read um, and well researched, because honestly, it's not about a flag, what flag you continue. You want to whatever you don't like this or that. It's not about the flag. It's about What is the meaning of this thing that we are supposed to be celebrating? And is it being lost in the commercialism and the federal recognition? Because again, black people never need a need a reason to turn up with one another. I mean, the fact that we made it to Friday is enough for us to turn up on a Friday all by myself. (laughs) So we don't need no reason. But if we're going to identify a reason, we need to be Flat-footed in the fact of what it is we're looking at and what we're recognizing in the history behind that and be okay with that. Melissa, are you coming off mute?
2: Yeah, I wanted to say something like how you were saying, it doesn't matter what flag, and like the comment that Ms. Exquisitive said, it it doesn't matter what flag someone identifies with or what flag someone chooses to use. We're all saying the exact same thing. It's about recognizing the history. So we are agreeing with you, but people cannot get mad over us talking about the history no matter if you are black, white, whatever, if you're getting mad over history, people getting mad over history, which is all we're talking about today, is the reason that we are where we are. Yeah.
5: And it's important to, important. important to have an open mind and to not turn every conversation into a confrontation because we're not trying to attack anybody. We're just simply trying to say, let's celebrate this the right way. There's history behind this. Let's make sure that we're doing it the right way. And I find it a little unfair how people can get mad at it it's like we're not trying to attack you we're just trying to educate you and you should want to be educated and be like wow i didn't know yeah, that. i want to be
3: educated Keep That in mind. But, <laughs> there's some people okay, who willfully America. ignorant yeah they're willfully ignorant right and i heard i saw um and you know i got this thing i like to read comments anybody else like to read comments on social media okay i like to read comments and one of the comments said well we already gave them black history month why do we have to celebrate their independence Oh, okay. I was going it, in. We
5: celebrate
6: <laughs> y'all. I said I was going in. I don't know what she said, but she was going in.
5: It's so <laughs> it was dumb. a good
6: thing it's, she was on mute.
5: <laughs> it's so dumb because we celebrate them every time we go into history class, learning to glorifying them white people about how great they did America. But the minute we just have something for ourselves, well, why we got to do this? Well, why we got to do that? That's funny.
3: They said this is getting out of control. They get it, they're getting too many celebrations.
2: <laughs> I want to talk about how they didn't give us Black History Month. We took Black History Month. They did not give that to us. A Black person created Black History Month. They didn't give us anything. <laughs> they made it a better holiday. The
6: same way they gave you a Black president, same way they gave you a Black vice president, same way they gave. You know how they be given. You
3: know,
5: only Black person <laughs> will be do. Giving.
6: I'm
3: playing like yeah. you don't know how they be giving. <laughs> Any Black person will do. You know, just anyone. It don't matter if we have different cultures, different backgrounds. They're Black. Be happy. It's we for you.
6: Give you <laughs> we'll give you a Black cop and tell you it's progress. So now uh-huh. a Black cop can lock you up or a Black cop can kill you. At Juneteenth, uh, matter of fact.
3: What, what, what Ice Cube say about what, black, black cop showing out for the White cop? Oh. man. Y'all know NWA? No? Oh. All right, let me be quiet. um, anyway, y'all look at that lyric, yep,
5: mhm,
3: uh, so look <laughs> we are I'm running out of time <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's Jordan funny, is little... going to be joining us. Jordan. are you coming to the soiree on friday
6: i I do believe I am. I do I didn't I see your be.
3: name on the registration, so I'm gonna need you to register. Okay, so listen,
6: when we get off this, I'm going to tell you some of the things, like I was saying, the things that have been happening, you're going to be like, oh, I see why, and then you're going to be like, Uh okay. Uh
3: Okay. All right. Well, we're going to talk offline about that. But uh, just for everybody else who's listening, Celebration Weekend is this weekend, Friday and Sunday. We want to make sure that you are in the building Um, joining me and my friend uh, Damian Barlin, who's going to be our host for the soiree on Friday. And then, of course, we have a couple of hosts for the graduation, uh, Pastor Yardley and Pastor Darrell from uh, Boss Church and also We have some incredible speakers lined up Jordan being one of them And then uh, Miss Elise Verscher and Barry Axius is falling through We have some student speakers in Trinity And Brian Sloan so we want you In the building so we can celebrate your Babies the right way in a Safe space for black folks we are Unapologetic uh, <laughs> we, we we just want to be about Black ex- excellence and that We are about that life you want some come and get Some uh, because we are definitely open to creating safe spaces, not just for our children, but for our faculty and our staff to be empowered and embraced and loved on and rebuilt because these, it's hard out here in these education streets. We already know that to be a fact. Um, additionally, please, please, please join us next week. We are talking about reparations. We will have the chair of the California Reparations Task Force in the building, as well as local uh, organizer with coalition, coalition for a Just and Equitable California, Chris Lodgson, will be in the building. So without further ado, we're going to hit you with the wave. We're going to catch you next week right here on Facebook and YouTube at 4pm PST. We are Black versus the Board of Education. Ladies, hit them with the wave. Mr. McGowan, uh, thank you always for coming through and lacing us. And we will see y'all soon.